welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. Hey, I'm your announcer, Max. And I'm Kev. Hey, today we got a great hey, one wait, for wait. you. Where's the art? Today, right. Hey, we got a great one for you folks. We got here. We got the greatest one. Oh, my God. We got a Buster Keaton movie. Finally, hey, hey, we got yay. one. This is awesome. Hey, oh, but you didn't let everybody else introduce themselves. Ah, well, I don't usually do. I usually tell the movie first. Well... All we right, got the general right. here from 1926, and oh man, this is one of the coolest ones, the greatest movie star of all time. It's finally you, being you, spoke to you, about here. Here we you, go, you folks. Here like, we go. You just like explosions. You're shallow. You know, well, it's, come it's on. Okay. I really Don't just like this one here. It's the train. Max yeah. is deeply, hey. deeply excited, and hey, he's I, awesome. I want him to be happy. I want this is his moment. I, I, I don't have to worry about me. I, I appreciate that you're oh, considering yeah, me. On, man. I want him to be happy. I want him to enjoy this moment. Yeah, this is cool. I'm surprised that you appreciate the general. It did pretty well, damn no, bad. Well, no, it's Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton's awesome. Yeah, but it did like really bad in ah, 1927. Uh, ah, still, it's a Buster Keaton movie. Finally, you guys are doing it. It's awesome. Okay. Should have said something. Yeah, come on, man. Okay, okay, okay. Jeez. Um, Guys, I finally got one of those newfangled things. Maybe we can keep Max busy here. Hey, Max, check out this fidget spinner (laughs) I have here. It kind of looks like a little train wheel. Oh, yeah, kind of cool. Oh, my God. What are those? I don't know what they are. I, I heard mention yeah well it's um it's not gonna matter in a few weeks anyway so it's might as well just give it up here i mean honestly you could have given him like a, a ball of uh, rubber String? bands or something yeah he probably would have been like super excited yeah. with that. just like oh. throw it across through max go get it but oh yeah. yeah he's a great guy though i mean he we is. love I, having I like him, him so very friendly too yeah, nice so too naive but yeah so as nice. said hey we have a buster keaton movie and yeah. it's, i'm actually really excited about this one mm. Not as excited as yeah. me. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah, hell, I'm Nick. I'm Kaz, but I already said that. Yeah. And I'm Bob, and hey. uh, I'm finally in the, the game, guys. Here yeah. I am. Oh, oh at last! We finally got to Bob! <laughs> 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 He's here. I can't believe it. He's here. Uh, so this is 1926, The General. Although most of the... Re- apparently there was a scheduling problem, so th- the reviews came out in like February uh, of 27. Oh, really? All right, yeah. So, um, you know, we we have this great movie, and, you know, we're doing incredibly well. Um, for a young podcast, we're almost at 1,000 downloads, yeah. so if we can get over 1,000, pretty soon we're going to be doing a live show in celebration with this, so <laughs> you get to see how much of a radio face we all have here. So, before we get started on this, um, we're going to turn it over to Bob, give a little bit of a shout-out to some of our Twitter followers who have come up recently, Um, and there have been some great ones, and later on, we're also going to go over some uh, an email. For our audience uh, out there, um, Twitter is kind of like telegrams, but, (laughs) you know... The olden telegram. Yeah. They they use abbreviations and everything, you know, that's where... POTUS originated from. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, so uh, as you were saying, Nick, yeah, we've been uh, doing very well as far as uh, likes and retweets uh, over the past few weeks. Um, I think uh, my Twitter handle, MTTMBob, uh, we've been doing pretty good, uh, upwards around 700 people. You guys are doing great as well. You're right up there with me. So grand total, we're doing pretty darn well. Well over 1,300, I'd say, or somewhere in that time. Yeah. That time. The hey, number frame. Right yeah, time. Hey. Thinking of the movie with time. Yeah, so going back <laughs> to actual names of people who have been 
so wonderful, so so very very wonderful to follow us. Uh, I'd like to make a shout out to uh, Good Times, Great Movies, uh, Twitter Twitter handle at g at g t g m cast. That's one. They've been really awesome. Been very reluctant to have some uh, good feedback from them over the uh, the course of the week. So thank you very much for your uh, support and reaching out to us. Also, would like to make further follow-up shout-outs to The Blackest Wax, Twitter handle at blackestwax.com. Check them out as well. Uh, Nightmare on Film Street, uh, Twitter handle at N-O-F-S, podcast. Uh, some dude called Toucan Fits and Bra. It's a stupid name. What? Yeah. What kind of uh, shout-out is that? I'm sorry. I don't know. It's a dumb name anyways. <laughs> oh, uh, you're terrible. Here's a, here, here's a really uh, solid you're name a for... You're uh, Yeah, I don't care. They can complain and get back at me if they want. Uh, another like great that. handle, <laughs> Cured Podcast. Uh, Twitter handle, at Cured Podcast. That's the one that's Check about meat, out. right? That's the one about me. Yeah. yeah. They've been really great that's in funny. supporting us. Yeah, they're good. Week. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and that's about it. I, I Honestly, I've been really, uh, uh, truly appreciate the uh, the feedback and the support. So from all of us here at MTTM Time Machine, I'm sorry, MTT Time Machine. I'm trying to always think of the uh, Twitter handle the way it's... MT Time Machine, MT yeah. MT Time Machine, you got my it. bad. Yeah, I yeah. want to always go to the MTTM Bob idea and then <laughs> apply that to the Time Machine. <laughs> I get it wrong, my bad, everybody. But <laughs> nah, yeah, so thank you very much for all your support and uh, continuing to reach out to us. And uh, any feedback, always greatly appreciated. Any comments, anything at all, please yeah. shout out to us. Thank you very much. It's true. Over to you. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get into this movie. Oh, man. This is, uh, we finally got a Buster Keaton one. Woo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, okay. What's your Max? favorite thing about uh, Buster Keaton, Max? Why, me? Yeah, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> is there a cookie in a cookie jar somewhere? I, uh, I ate in it. Ah. Buster Keaton, oh my God. He had this one thing. Anytime you saw one of his pictures, he had that face that, you know, the face that never really moved, the stoic face. <laughs> but you know something that's really different about him was any time he had something on screen, you knew the exact emotion. He conveyed it immediately. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. You had exactly what was going on. You knew they, you knew when he was love. You knew when it was happy. You knew when he was telling a joke. You knew when he had everything. It just yeah. instantaneously was a mess. It was awesome. I think, like, I mean, I look at Buster Keaton's face on a personal level, and I think... That's the origin of the emoji. I mean, that man's face <laughs> defined uh, the, Easter the uh, Island next emoji? generation's uh, emoji, like from uh, <laughs> phase one. one all the way up until now. Because there are some emojis where I just look at it. I'm like, is that Buster Keaton's face? No. Were they that, thinking that's about a, Buster Keaton or what? That's a, a monument thing from Easter Island. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's very stoic. All very right. Stoic one. Yeah, but. Oh, but I was thinking more about the, the yellow faces, you know, like yeah. the smiley oh. and the, yeah. the oddly open-eyed one where I guess <laughs> that expresses uh, concern or uncertainty. Yeah. Or I think we're good here. So when we jump yeah. on into this, it's going to be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Some background. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is based on a real-life incident from the Civil War. Um, you could look up the Great Locomotive Chase or Andrew's Raid, but apparently a bunch of Union spies really did steal... The General, which is the name of a train, and um, the conductor guy, uh, William Allen Fuller, I think. Let me pull up my notes. Um, he chased the crap out of them and stopped them. And, uh, well, a bunch of the spies, they died at the end because <laughs> they got hung. But one of them uh, didn't, 
and he wrote a memoir, and you could actually read it for free on Project Gutenberg. Uh, Pittinger, that's his name. No reference to Steve Gutenberg. Just want to put that one out there. <laughs> Great. Now I got the Simpsons Stonecutter song <laughs> in my head. <laughs> um, I did post some articles if you're interested in some background on the movie or Buster Keaton himself. Uh, some interesting things. His actual name was Joseph Francis Keaton, but apparently as a baby, he fell down some stairs and he was totally unharmed. So Houdini, yeah, that Houdini was all like, you can really take a buster. Something like <laughs> that, and that's how you got called Buster. Yeah. <laughs> I think falling down the stairs really upped his acrobatic skills overall. Like <laughs> as if you a watch baby? This film, yeah, as a baby. I think it taught him, he got like spider senses when he was a baby or something. Yeah. He's able to like jump and crawl and do all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's pretty yeah. pretty solid work. Yeah. It was one of those like he he always when he climbed over something, it's like he never like had a fear or anything. And he was like he was about five foot five and you know, he was a little bit smaller than the average man. Mm-hmm. Which is usually about five eight, five nine or so, so slightly smaller, but he was very, very nimble and he would just immediately just climb over something without even any oh, thought. Yeah. You know, and growing up it's it was like, train. Oh, don't do that, you're gonna hurt yourself. Don't do that, you're gonna hurt yourself. Well, yeah. not for him. He was in vaudeville. Yeah, and, and him, yeah. The it was PBS just, article yeah. bio yeah. describes it as like he was used as a quote living prop. So yeah. for some reason I keep picturing somebody bouncing a baby like a basketball. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know what they did, but yeah. I, I like to think that my version is just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, but thing af- when things got to talkies, uh, things got rough for him. Yeah. Which, it follows those Hollywood tropes about, oh, you know, he's a has-been, can't get much work. And I did see some, uh, well, a movie, a talkie was in. I don't know why everybody's voice sounds so damn tinny in those things, but it doesn't sound right at all. But once he's like an old guy in the 60s, his old guy voice. It sounds right to me. Yeah. One of the things that, I mean, I take away from watching a silent film is that it really forces you to use your imagination. I mean, as much as you're looking at the action on the screen, you're reading a title card. I mean, honestly, the audience for that day, they yeah. literally had to look at those characters and go, what do they sound like? Right. They, they, they must have sat in that theater or you know wherever the hell they saw the movies back then. I'm theater. assuming it's a theater. Yeah. yeah. Really awesome looking theater with... Red no, it was a bed sheet in the fucking forest. <laughs> 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 they did that back then. That's incredible. What? No, no. I just made that up. Well, oh, I don't okay. know if they did that. I, I believed you for a quick minute. I was like, oh my God, that's real. And I was like, no. <laughs> right, no, but seriously, though, I mean, th- the audience in that day must have really had to use their imagination as far as trying to convey how does that character sound. And I think with the transition from silent film to uh, sound <laughs> in film, I mean, it took away that sense of uh, kind of like, oh. Well, that's how they sound, or that's yeah. who, you know. So, I don't. I think there was a, a genuine uh, on. Uh, there was something really extraordinary about silent films overall. It's really uh, the beauty of cinema. Yeah, I feel like yeah. before it really became actual they cinema, lost like uh, how we perceive it today. Yeah, there's something. I feel like yeah, like with the ones you're used to seeing silent. I feel like something was kind of lost when it went to sound. Like Harold Lloyd, it's like, whoa, he sounds weird, and yeah. Buster Keaton, except for, well, I, I saw him as. An old guy in on in the Twilight Zone before I knew who he was. So yeah, m- yeah, that's maybe true. that's yeah. why my brain yeah. doesn't think ah, that's so wrong. Because I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. Well, I think it also that's has to do Twilight with the fact, you know, that, no, that uh, mine too. About yeah. time traveler. Yeah. Oh, I have to see that one now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Alt. Uh, I, it escapes me in the given moment. But ju- yeah, look yeah, up that yeah. if you want to see it. Um, it's funny. Yeah, I think also with like it was also with the birth of sound and theater. You know, there was um. 
acoustics and uh, you know and digital editing as well i mean you know that that was even you know that was a pipe dream at that point you mm-hmm. know so that's definitely you know that, that's what you gotta factor in but why they sounded so tinny is because he, he didn't have like like dolomite you know there was the boom mic was a star the boom mic was right in his mouth all yeah. the time he could always talk clearly you're like oh <laughs> yeah. no, it's dolomite love talking. to it oh yeah, yeah so totally. like the, the boom mic was like right there all the time we even saw it right, you know like, so dolomite Whoop, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the sound so. of a penis. That was the sound of a tapping of fingers. <laughs> do- so, uh, Dolomite smacking his head on the boom mic <laughs> as it fell. He's like, get out! <laughs> <laughs> so like, either the boom mics probably didn't even exist at that time. You know, yeah, so, that would make yeah, sense, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So, yeah, probably. Live yeah. piano player. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, even where we did uh, the first, our first episode was Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times. Yeah, that had some yeah. sound in it, though. Yeah, the, yeah, but the second, the second scene, it's like They're okay, like, they eh. they bring in a phonograph that's that says about the record. I'm like, why did they bring in a photo? Why did they just say this? Like, we know there's sound here, but hey, anyway, you can't so, trick us. Yeah, that's weird. All right, so when we jump on in, what um, we got here? Um, oh, we got more background. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah it turns out, um, I guess he was kind of, uh, Buster Keaton was sort of like a, a has-been or something, had trouble with work for a while, but um, I did post an, oh, which one was it, the PBS article? or Oh, no, no, wait, the one from uh, Turner Classic Movies, which yeah. is mostly about the it's general awesome. specifically, but yeah, this movie is hailed as a genius, classic, whatever, masterpiece now but when it premiered in 27 uh, it was a flop but um yeah according to this article it said that um people got interested in his career again like three decades later when he appeared on a charlie chaplin movie called limelight in 52 which, which is, we will we yeah. will we will probably do yeah you could yeah, see very that soon it's like the only scene um i guess that they were filmed working together is a musical number at in that movie, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it did pique my interest. You know, I, was, I saw that a while back. Hell yeah, a crossover! Yeah, <laughs> oh, if only yeah. we get Harold Lloyd into the picture, all of them. Yeah, man. I actually believe we're going to talk about all three later on after uh, after Ooh. this too. Because the only the only reference I don't know there was like a yeah. Batman, the Brave and the Bold cartoon, apparently. An episode where the Joker had robot henchmen they based all, on them. They had all three. Oh, yeah, three. yeah, and, right. And yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, but you're right. Definitely. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And they even got like Harold Lloyd robot had like yeah. a claw hand or something <laughs> referencing <laughs> that accident he had with the yeah. bomb. So yeah, neato. <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah. This I. Well, we. I can. I did find one of the reviews in Variety. I can check that out later. Um, yeah. Oh, just going back to earlier, we were discussing uh, the Twilight Zone episode, yes! and uh, I just I wanted to point one. out that if you wanted to watch it, anybody, uh, whatever your favorite uh, streaming or buying or whatever your means of getting stuff is, it was from season three, Twilight Zone, and the episode was called Once Upon a Time. Yes. And Buster, That's it. Buster Keaton, the character's name was Woodrow Mulligan. Yeah. And he can and his time Played was an old janitor. In in the eighteen nineties. Yeah. And that part was silent and then he goes to nineteen sixty and there's suddenly sound. It's and brilliant. He, and he's all like, Ah, the price the speed of the road. Yeah. It's even worse than in my time. And yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's... Yeah, a steak is worth eight cents. He's like, what do they think? We're millionaires. And then he goes to the 60s and it's like... 
Yeah. And then uh, now in 2017, was... we'll just laugh at all those times. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there was some. Apparently, this had a big budget for the time. Yep. Um, Four hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Um, and he, the general. Serious? Wow. Yeah. Wow. The actual general. I don't know what that is in modern money. Sorry. Um, let's see. He really wanted to make it authentic. Um, the quote in this article says, "So authentic it hurts." Yeah. So he, but he couldn't use original locations because I guess the something about narrow gauge railways. I don't know much about trains, but um, he had to go somewhere else for that. And he wanted to rent out the actual general train, which was still existing. I think it still exists um, in a museum, but they were all like, in a slapstick comedy? <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I get, well, I'm sure they said it more politely than that, but um, so. I wouldn't be surprised, really. Yeah, um, <laughs> so he did, but they did get some authentic trains, and yeah. um, there was like a forest fire, and there was a, oh, they blow up a fucking bridge, which yeah. is great. <laughs> um, one shot to shoot that, but that's towards the end, and uh, yeah, um, also something about to he was to film a camera. Um, I'm sorry, a cannon <laughs> to get the cannon shot just right, which I'm wondering is it that. The one you think where it lands in the front of the train? Yeah, yeah, that was the first try. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yep. would be where he did that. He thought it landed on the uh, on the cart in front of him in the next locomotive, but it actually ended up right behind <laughs> him in his own cart. Like, yeah. That was hilarious. I don't know. Not enough gunpowder. Not yeah. enough. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if if that was the shot where he did this, but apparently yeah. it says that. Um, he actually, to get it just right, he ended up measuring gunpowder grains with a pair of tweezers, yeah. which makes me feel a lot less perfectionistic <laughs> about my own perfectionism. He was really MacGyvering that uh, during that time. <laughs> Total that's MacGyver. A, that's yeah. a good one, too. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> so in a true Hollywood trope fashion, he was obviously passionate about this film, and it was like one of his favorites, and he loved it. And, of course, the audience was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Until yeah. 30 years later, he gets vindicated. And, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, apparently um, after there was a film festival after he, sometime after he appeared in Limelight and people were like, wanted so many wanted to see The General that it aired twice, it said. So, yeah. you, so you can read more about that at the TCM article and I posted. Do you think it actually, um, do you Twitter. think it might have, um, like it might have done better because a lot of the people who might have grown up during the Civil War, you know, they probably passed or, you know, obviously they were kids at that time probably, but in the in the 50s, you know, when it started to revive again, but, you know, we're most that, that generation's probably dead, so you could you could look at it a little more objectively. Yeah, I was... Do you think well, that I probably did it? Or? Civil War, well, Civil War people would have been super old by then, too. Yeah. But, um, well, the, but the, the the children of that generation would have would have probably seen it in the twenties. I think yeah. part of the problem was yeah. articles saying, "Oh, this isn't as funny as his usual stuff." Yeah, there were some parts where it did take seriously, yeah. and I think it was it, a lot of action. Slow. Yeah. I agree. yeah. There was well. I mean, heck, the the trains, you know, had W. <laughs> you know, the trains actually spelled out war actually, for the Western and Atlantic <laughs> Railroad. That's actually what the train said. I saw a painting of the general, and they actually said that. It said war, really? Well, W and sign A R R. Yeah, that was real. Um, <laughs> and uh, I feel like that was like subliminal. <laughs> sub oh my God, yeah, subliminal messaging. Like, yeah. well, we're not going to spell out war as war would be. We'll put 
W A. Oh, they won't notice. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> then the A, then the R O. I thought it was a Whoa. joke too, but yeah. it was. It's legit. Well, right. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, there is some fictionalization because there was a, the William Fuller was the actual conductor, and I don't know if there was a a fiance involved on the train. Right. I, don't, I don't know. You can read about you can read the uh, Pit- Pittinger's memoirs on um, Go- Project Gutenberg. That's pretty good. And well, obviously <laughs> those are cool. from the Northerners' perspective. And yeah. This movie, um, it's from the perspective of a Confederate, which is kind of weird from my point of view. But um, you know, I think uh, South Park did episodes about the Confederacy too. Yeah. <laughs> just want to completely throw in a, a fact that completely unhelpful to this conversation but continue guys go ahead <laughs> so i, I sometimes i do general carbon <laughs> general disarray i really hate you guys <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes i do find myself feeling a little dirty like yay our hero oh god yeah our heroes uh i don't know <laughs> but hey based on a true story so um, yeah yeah so yeah. to get into it, right off the bat, let's say, holy crap, that hair. Yeah. Oh, man. He yeah. has such long, flowing hair, they ought to call him Buster Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get that joke, congratulations, you're in our tar- target audience. Yes. <laughs> Do yourself a favor, if you want to rent it, or whatever, um, we, we watched it on it Amazon Prom- yep. Prime, because we have an account and it was free, but they had a couple of different versions, and yeah. it turns out that um, Kino... Uh, K-I-N-O, um, they remastered it. Mm-hmm. I found an article about it in Slate from... You found it on YouTube, didn't you? 2008. Um, yeah. 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 And holy yeah. crap, it is a lot better in it's HD really cool. with a nice score. Because yeah, you got a picture like we were saying. It's yes. like uh, the, one of the reviews said it's like yeah, uh, Civil War pictures come to life. Yeah, obviously yeah. the yeah. modern reviews are way more favorable. Yeah, so it's really neat. The Slate yeah. article did yeah. compare it to a Matthew Brady photos come to life. And yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah, it. Yeah, we looked at it like, wow, this is neat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like when you compare the version that's on Amazon Prime and Amazon, I love you, but shame on you. They actually you had should a few have the versions. remastered print. Oh, yeah. they have available on Amazon. I I don't. They had like oh. a couple of versions of it, so I'm assuming one's probably oh, no. remastered. Yeah. Well, I was but we refer were to cheap. The stream. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was referring to the uh, the yeah. cheap stream. Uh, I yeah. The free version. with Prime. Shame yeah. on you, Amazon. I, yeah. I just wanted to say that, but at the same time, I love you, Amazon, because I purchased <laughs> yeah. from you often enough. But yeah. I think Amazon, they should put crack. the. Uh, the remastered yeah. version for free and let everybody see it. <laughs> but if you are unable to uh, have access to Amazon Prime, which is a wonderful service, by the yeah. way, and I'd love for Amazon to uh, sponsor this show. Wouldn't that be wonderful, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. But, oh, um, yeah. And they're right down the road here in Fall River. That's so, right. yes, that's they correct. are. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They have a lovely warehouse yeah. that they just built, and it's really yeah. awesome. But uh, the, the alternative for everybody out there listening to watch would be YouTube, because uh, as I learned from my great compadres uh, Nick and Kaz that you can watch uh, the Kino version on YouTube. Yeah. The remastered 35 millimeter uh, cleaned up version of it. So Yeah. It's awesome in 1080. It's, oh, it's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Very solid. Yeah. And silent films in general, if you can watch them in HD, they are so much more yeah. I don't know if historical interest, even if you find the pacing weird or whatever, yeah. you can at least be like, holy crap, it's beautiful. It's like, this is almost 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fascinating anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really good. <laughs> so now it, um, we, we go back in time to 1861 Georgia, and um, Buster Keaton plays this 
conductor guy. Um, Johnny Gray. Why not just call him Johnny Confederate? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he loves he loves two things: his, his fiance yes. Annabelle Lee and his other his other and being the, the locomotive. Hubba hubba. Yeah. He loves his woman and he loves his train. I feel like is chugga, there chugga chugga chugga. I, I feel like is there going to be like some horrible deviant art porn o- about train <laughs> fucking? <laughs> so, I, I think I've seen the pictures Choo-choo. of sexy airplanes. Oh, boy. But um, <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> on the internet, there was like a picture of a someone drew a dragon screwing a car. Oh God! Three, rule thirty-four. No. So no. Get yours now on Etsy. No, no, ah. no, no. No, we don't want to encourage the shit. Oh, don't they, put the, they put the deviant and deviant oh, art. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's going to to his uh, fiance to Annabelle's house, I guess. Um, and her b- older brother and her father are there, and you can see that right away. He's kind of got a problem. He's a bit shy or yeah. scared or something because he like doesn't. I guess it was those two kids are probably her little brothers, and he yeah. was like, I can't kiss her in front of them, and yeah. kind of tricks them into leaving. Yeah, he puts on his hat and pretends to walk away, through, and then they just walk through the door. He's like, oh, okay, that was easy. Yeah, they just so. followed him, and yeah. they're all so. like, hey, can we check out your trains, caboose? <laughs> That's a sexy train. No, they didn't say that, but I'm saying it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, wh- I want to know why the intertitles were, uh, the background seemed to be... It was on wood. Or, well, it looked kind of like watered silk, but I think it yeah. looked like wood. I don't yeah. know. But um, I don't know why. That's interesting. But then apparently Fort Sumter was fired on. Yep. And, if and I that, began the fe- yeah, that began the Civil War. I, and I know that because uh, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Because I'm pathetic like that. I, I don't remember it from school. I just remember it from... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so the the brother and the, f- the older brother and the father are all like, I'm going to go enlist because I'm so brave. And leaving them two behind, and, and she just like looks at um, poor Johnny. Are like, you going to go enlist too? He's all like, uh, uh, you oh, yeah. Go enlist, right? yeah. I'm going to run out and yeah. volunteer to maybe die. Sure, yeah. I'm brave. Mm. If you do that, it's hot. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel See, like it's like that peer pressure like we all have as youth where it'd be like, Hey, everybody's smoking. You should smoke too. And it's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I don't want. Everybody's warring. Go war too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go war with everybody. You're awesome now. Cool. <laughs> Join the group, everybody. Maybe war got less cool after like Vietnam or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it definitely know. did. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So he, he's. It's basically one of those. I'm doing this to impress my girl kind of things. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Um, silent film or any film or cartoon or media ever. So, uh, yeah, I guess I was confused the first time I saw it, probably because I had to take notes. But um, they, the father and brother didn't think he entered the line. He just, like, ran, took a shortcut, and he was, like, jumped and just kind of cut right into the yeah. line to sign up and trying to act all cool. And then they ask him his occupation, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a conductor. And I'm a conductor for the trains. And the guys. No, the we could use you on the trains, actually. Yeah, but they didn't tell him the reason yeah. why, so he, um, he just kind of got rejected and felt despondent. He was like comparing his height to other people. <laughs> that was funny. And then the skinny guy walks by and he's with an acceptance slip and he's like, <gasps> and he's feeling his little bicep and just all like, why didn't they pick me? They picked <laughs> him. 
Yeah, one of the things I liked about that scene was the, the there was a guy in line behind him, and honest to God, it looked like the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you, really. I was uh, dude was all dressed. He in did black. look he like Mark Calloway. Like yeah, foot yeah. seven. I don't know, like almost seven feet. And he's this tall looking dude. I'm like, holy shit, they got the Undertaker in that one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the Undertaker's a time traveler too. Oh my god. <gasps> <gasps> Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and you brought up Captain America. Oh yeah, that that was another cool thing. Um, watching this movie was um. Seeing how uh, Johnny got rejected at oh, the oh, I know uh, where you're going. Okay, yeah, at the yeah. Uh, at the, the the counter there, and it made me think of Steve Rogers actually, uh, who was like Captain America. You know, the the actual guy from America we all love because you know, he's American, <laughs> and um, America, America exactly. Mm. And uh, the shield is shiny. And seeing Johnny get rejected, I thought, oh my God, he's like the anti Captain America getting rejected. Maybe yeah. he'll get like a because special he's serum. Like a He'll get like super bulked up That's and like beat the shit out of uh, the the northerners, but thankfully <laughs> he didn't do that. Which yeah. because this is a comedy after all, and he's supposed to make sort us all laugh. Yeah, I've, I've with action sequences that were cool. Yeah, yeah. you might be better off thinking of this movie as more of a historical picture with some comedic elements. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. But since we're not in 1927, you probably kind of know what you're getting into, anyways. Right. So it's like yeah. Dukes of Hazard without the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, 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 true. Pretty much, yeah. There's no General Lee car, by the way. It's but there's, yeah. there's a fucking train. There's a general train. It's slower, yeah. but yeah. it's bigger. Yeah, so. Um, they rev the RPMs. It's yeah. so cool. It's <laughs> the fast and the furious <laughs> point. Oh, I was going to make that joke later, Aww. but uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the not so fast, but the extra furious, maybe. <laughs> Too trained, too furious. Vin Diesel's character was a lot thinner than normal. <laughs> <this> <laughs> one, yeah. Vin Steam Engine. <laughs> that's that's our gritty reboot. Um, so we get he he gets back to his train and Annabelle's like, "Hey, what happened? Oh yeah, her brother and father show up in there. She's yeah. all like, "Where is he? Did he sign he up?" He didn't even there? list. Yeah, that's right. He passed them in a line and yeah. they talked to him on his way back and he was all like, mm. Nah, I'm not doing that, no. Yeah, and then he explains that he got rejected, but she doesn't believe him and then is all like, don't talk to me again until you're in uniform. Yeah. One year later! <laughs> One year later, everything is very different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess her dad got hurt, so she's going to get on a train to go find out what happened to him. And she, the, she sees... he's. Um, Johnny's still working on his train, so she's all like giving him that look from the corner of her eye, like, and yeah. pokes her brother's metal pinned to his uniform. Yeah. Like, Which is much easier to see in 1080. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, who? why is she poking at, is she trying to f- make him jealous? Yeah. I didn't know it was her brother at the time. I was, you know, I, I watched it's it again weird. a little yeah. tomorrow, d- today, I'm sorry. But anyways, um... Apparently, oh yeah, we see the Union spies planning to steal the train, and they're gonna drive it north and burn bridges and yeah. make things hard. Yeah, they're basically trying to go ahead and cut out supply lines for the Union. So yeah, Annabelle coincidentally gets on the General, which is the train that the disguised Union spies um, were on, and it stops in a place called Big Shanty, which yeah. was a real place mm. um it has a different name now something with a k but the spies get off uh, while the other people go for food and they steal the engine and oh annabelle was checking in the baggage compartment so they grabbed her they don't really hold her hostage they just like thought it was a good idea yeah you're but ours now <laughs> plot point for some reason 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Then she couldn't run off and tell yeah. on them, I guess. But I think everyone would have seen that train run off. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. He. Yeah. He alerts a lot of people, and yeah, he, yeah. he actually runs. Yeah. I don't know if that's an act of des- after yeah. his train. Is that an act of desperation, or do the trains just that damn slow? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, that is interesting, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, he grabs a hand car. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I yeah. like that. That was really cool looking. Yeah. And he, but then it gets derailed because yeah. the spies remove some track, and uh, then he does this really awesome leap onto one of those penny farthing bikes. Yeah. You know, the, the big bone wheel. shaker bike, yeah. And he's yeah. all like, do 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 do. So <laughs> I feel I like that that bike, or not bike. I'm sorry, my bad. Painful. That that, uh, that small. Uh, I don't know, portable train device was like this generation's like uh, moped or something or other. <laughs> you mean the hand cart? The hand cart, yeah. That's what it's called. It felt yeah. like, like, I mean, when you look at this generation and how yeah. you know, with gas prices and everything, I mean, everything's about being small and compact and yeah. saving. And I feel like that was oh. like that generation's um, yeah. like moped or something. It was like, hey, yeah. everybody, look at how cool I am. Yeah. yeah. No, we're we're fine with the we're fine with the volume. Oh, okay. There, there, no, you're just shaking sorry. the mics a little bit. Oh me? Yeah, you're you're fine. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. He finds a yeah. a Confederate camp and yeah. he's like, oh, the train. He has he tells some captain guy and gets a train engine and loaded up with all kinds of soldiers. And I don't know what happened here, but apparently he took out a, a one of the coupling spikes. Yep. But. I don't know. I'm like, wait, did he do that on purpose? Because he takes off and not realizing that all the soldiers get left behind and he's alone. And after a while, he looks behind like he's surprised. So I'm like, wait, I thought, did he do a couple of that? I'm confused. But. Yeah. But yeah. it's pretty and you can see trees in the background and, and I think that I think that was great. just because he wanted to get the locomotive. That's what I was thinking. So, so I think he did that so that they're here, and then he, he just got away. I, I don't know. It was a little confusing, but yeah. But yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, it was actually, in that, I think in that sequence, too, when the, uh, hopefully I'm not jumping too far ahead, but <coughs> there was a sequence that I thought, like, for a minute there, I'm like, this would be great for the IMAX, where it was a first-person perspective. I believe it was in this sequence where the uh, they were actually uh, going after the train. or he, I think it was with the uh, the portable... Well, what do they call hand it cart? again? The portable yeah. hand cart there. And um, it does this great shot of, of the exterior of the train looking back at the uh, the train, I guess, they were following. And it was just gorgeous. And I was like, yeah. why couldn't they use more of those type of scenes in the film just to really keep you yeah. uh, in the action? But that was actually one of the most valuable scenes um, yeah. just based on that s- the cinematography You think of that the show. original hand carts were like the guy, it was like the founding fathers of Bowflex or <laughs> something like that or like Caveman <laughs> like, Bowflex? Or if it was like the founding fathers of CrossFit or something <laughs> and you'd hear like we got across the country now look at our abs! Woo! Bugs Bunny style! Oh, <laughs> Take a left turn at Albuquerque when you're rocking a six pack! Was that Bugs Bunny? I don't know you, you mentioned cartoons. Bugs Bunny did that a few uh, times okay. yeah yeah you're right you know be awesome <laughs> yeah. somebody should photoshop buster bunny and then you know put buster keaton's face on him and be like no relation yeah and put him on you know i, <laughs> I think he was on, it might have been a hand cart and yeah how yeah, I there were a my few summer vacation yeah, yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah yeah they did that yeah oh, was it a mine cart i don't yeah. know i get those things confused mine cart hand cart mine it was a hand cart <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I know it's not Minecraft because no. that, that's something completely. So, because there were parts that were around, right? So, yeah. um, yeah, you've kept asking who who the hell is on which side. I was thinking, is it because everyone appears to be wearing gray in a silent film, or was it just you could not wrap your head around having a uh, 
Confederate hero as your No, I definitely I, I, I couldn't distinguish. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean uh, I think the, the colors that, that both sides of? used, or lack of, yeah, if you're watching a black and white film, of course, and you have to discern, like, which side is which. I mean, if they, yeah. if it was more, if, if it was a colored film, we'll say, with, uh, you know, beyond black and white, and it was, um, say, blue was uh, the North, I, I would presume that yeah. they're the good guys in the red, because we yeah. would presume red is no, bad. No, no, no. You're thinking of the Revolutionary War. That was the British was red. Um, Gray was Confederates. Oh. Wait, Gray was Confederate? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were neutral. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. They weren't from the neutral planet, no. Oh, they weren't from neutral? Um, Okay. (laughs) But, well, in the movie, the Union is the ones in the darker uniforms. So, um, yeah. But I just thought, yeah, maybe if you get high, maybe you could be like, it's a deep meaning. We're all fighting each other, but we're all on the same (laughs) side. Yeah. (gasps) No. I just immediately thought of the good, the bad, and the ugly when they first (laughs) there, you know, so they're like, you did, yeah, you did it. Aww. Hey, they also blew up a bridge in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. They did, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Crossover? <laughs> <laughs> the um, um so we're oh, the Oh uh, yeah, the yeah. um spies the yeah. Union spies one of them's all like, Yeah, why has a gun? It's like, why don't we just take them? And I guess the other guy thinks they're outnumbered. Right. So um how did he even know that um Johnny stopped to get soldiers? Or maybe it was just an assumption, I don't know. I think they're on a straight track now, so it's not like yeah. they go around a bend and see. Oh, yeah. wait, there's nobody there. Well, they didn't do that. They didn't really realize until he got the cannon. Yeah. And there was that part there. So, like, that, there's um, there's a really funny part yes. there. He grabs the cannon, and he starts, so uh, he That's tries to Johnny. shoot. Yeah. Johnny grabs the cannon, and attaches it to his locomotive. And then tries to go ahead and shoot the uh, shoot the Union soldiers, but to shoot the cannonball over his locomotive into the other one. And this was just so funny with the it look just, on his face. He the, just, the cannonball just ends up in it his... It just ends uh, up right behind him. And he just, but it's not that he was like, oh my God, no. He just oh. looked at him and went, aww. Like it, just, oh, it just rolled it good. off the track. It just kept moving. Kick it like, away. Kick it. Kick like, it. Well, it exploded. Get it. That was... Which, yeah. yeah. I'm like... Did they do that? I thought cannonballs were just kind of blunt. Oh, are you thinking it was face? like the bombs in Super Mario Brothers <laughs> or something? I like don't know. <laughs> what, what do you think, Babom? You're you're our Babom. Oh, I'll take the uh, compliment. I'm the Babom. Yeah. Oh, no, now um, he's got a cool new nickname. Everybody call him by it. New Twitter <laughs> handle, everybody. Babom. Bob. I right, know. Just That's use okay. the same one. You got. I'll followers. just stick with what I got. Yeah, I actually got people that like me. Yeah. No. Um. What the the bomb uh, was great. No. Honestly, I. I I always thought that if you're going to project a cannonball from, you know, some type of device that yeah. the impact doesn't explode. It's actually the fa- the, the pure impact of the uh, the object and not exploding and just yeah, destroying right. the opposition of what you're trying to actually yeah. target and kill or yeah. knock Unless off or whatever it is. So the fact yeah. that it shot a blew up, I that confused the shit out of me. I <laughs> yeah. had no idea why it blew up. I thought it was great, though, like th- the second time around when, when he screwed it up and he wasn't able to get the bomb to explode. <laughs> but then he realized if you put more gunpowder and actu- uh, gunpowder, and, and I think he actually put the entire uh, barrel of gunpowder. Yes. He just yeah. completely and gave up. He's like, oh, screw, screw it. it. Screw it. Boom. Just put all this shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it ends up uh, hitting uh, within a matter of feet of the uh, his enemy that he's running after. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, oh, it was cool. right at the turn that they did it. And it yeah. was like it was right at the perfect angle. Well, you're forgetting yeah, well the, the yeah. best part is the yeah. 
Oh, he he loads it and he lights the fuse. He tries to escape, but his foot catches on the latch to de- which decouples it oh, partly, yeah, and then it right. get, his foot gets wrapped in a chain somehow, yeah. and he's all like, "Oh, the cannon just kind of bounces, and then it points right at the back." Yeah, of his the tension was awesome. Ah. Hey, they were, man. Ah. <laughs> Right at the back of his train, he's trying to escape, and he finally does, and he climbs all the way over and ends up What's on the cow catcher. Win? I don't know. Who knows what happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's on the cow catcher, and then... then Great, another cow catcher. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the, th- the train coincidentally takes a turn, and the, so Boom. Uh, well, the that, cannon that was actually cool. enemy train. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The yeah. enemy commandeered train. Yeah. So, it, um, so they continue northward. Yep. Uh, and the Confederate Army of Tennessee, they're they're ordered to retreat. The weird thing about this is it's a low speed. Tr- it's it's most of the movie is a train chase sequence. Yeah. So there's a lot of people jumping off, running alongside it to throw switches or move stuff off the tracks, and it's like, I, do they ever do that in? car chase movies <laughs> <laughs> or is this just like a slow chase because that was part of what people in when it premiered they didn't like it was like it's all yeah. like a chase it's slow well really slow chases stop being exciting after oj simpson really <laughs> let's just be honest oh yeah yeah <laughs> white ford bronco yeah best uh, Old math. Yeah. Best excitement of the uh the, the last 20 years <laughs> oh, God, yeah, did i explain old math know. yet Old math. I don't know if we did. No. Yeah. Old math is my word. I mean, phrase for when you bring up some kind of old thing and then you start doing math to f- figure out how long ago it was, and then you feel old because you remember it. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Jess. Come on back on the show. <laughs> yeah, I just want to follow up oh, too. I take it back. I think it was about thirty years because I, I realized what? that I think we were all in. No, we weren't very, two years very young. No, we weren't we were really two years back old. Back in the early to mid nineties, right? Yeah. The OJ thing. Yeah, we're not uh, that far away yet. No. I know. I was just trying to make yeah. us all sound a lot better than we. Yeah. Pogs. When yeah. were Pogs? Right around the same time. I yeah. loved Pogs. Yeah. Yeah. Pogs were awesome. Somebody made a slammer <laughs> yeah. that was like a little jail cell with OJ's face in it. Oh I had God. one of those. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So we're young, clearly. <laughs> But people in Norway might like this kind of chase scene, but I yes. don't know, it might be too fast for their blood, because there is a genre, apparently, in yeah. Norway called slow TV, where they'll play something like, I read an article, um, like salmon swimming upstream, or um, a boat ride, or we, as we saw, a train ride. It's like somebody mounted a camera on a train and just recorded it for, I don't know, eight hours, or right, some of them yeah. run longer. It's yeah. like the natural extension of the video fireplace. Yeah. And apparently <laughs> this is a thing in Norway, and they like it. And yeah, and it, you can actually <laughs> find it. If you look up Norway Train on Netflix, you could find that there. It's the damnedest thing. My, my cousin had uh, one of those family birthday party mm. things, mm. and that he just put it on the TV as a joke, and um, and we all loved it. We just couldn't stop staring at it. It was like we were a bunch of cats, <laughs> just hypnotized by the yeah. motion and being like, "Oh, is the sign coming up? Oh, will, will, will there be people at yeah. the next station? Yeah, <gasps> will they stop? Will the video continue? Will yeah. the Those. subtitle say yeah. what the sound of the dinging bell is? Yeah, and I actually remember I went into the kitchen to go grab water, and then I ran. I'm like, "Oh, where are they? <laughs> like." 
It's weird as hell. Yeah, it was really funny. But this might be too um might be too up-tempo. frenetic and yeah. uh, fast-paced for that. I yeah. don't know. And we love you, Dave. Thanks so much for that, too, Should as we well. we plug the show? Yeah, Dave Blockbuster Dropouts. Uh, if you're listening to that show, you know Dave Sandsaver, the guy I gave a whole bunch of underwear to. What? <laughs> go, go back to episode 17 of Blockbuster Dropouts, and you'll see that exchange. <laughs> Hear it, at least. Oh, that was very nice of you. I'm yeah, well, you, he I'm begged for underwear, and I wanted him to stop, so I bought a bunch of cheap underwear and oh, gave it to him. Oh, I wrong like, with underwear. You didn't you get it off the underwear pair. off yeah. my back. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm sick of this butt. guy talking about underwear. I'm like, hey, you want underwear? Here you go. Yeah. And I threw a whole bunch of underwear at him, and we all left. It really brings new meaning to the uh, shirt off my back. It's like the underwear <laughs> between my loins. Yeah. Why'd underwear you off your joke, ass. Man? I'm trying to steal your thunder. Sheesh. Oh, you know what? Well, I got there's thunder later. Coming, so. We're going to do that later. Well, yeah, there's thunder in the movie. Yep. And I just, um, well, you didn't yeah. hear that. But, uh, oh, <laughs> they, they try to slow, the spies try to slow down the chase by throwing planks. And, yeah. oh, if you, if you don't want to see destruction of trains, then yeah. they, they're just chopping up the back of the damn train car and yeah. throwing wood and um oh yeah um johnny is able to grab one of the planks but oh no he's on the cow catcher there's another plank so he cleverly uses leverage and just kind of knocks bonks. it out of the way yeah. it's really cool yeah. Woo, science yeah. bitches i have to jump in and show my uh, stupidity to uh, my two uh, compadres over here because i you had said that several times but <laughs> I, and i honest to god did not catch that and now that as we're doing this podcast, my intelligence level just kicked up a notch and said, oh, cow catcher, I get it. So I didn't realize that the, the purpose of the, those pieces <laughs> in the front are actually to corral the cows or just to say, get out of the way. Yeah. Would oh, I don't my God. Know I have no idea. Why yeah. didn't they move out some of the debris with those things? Well, it just, it dip, uh, the, okay, so when the original Transatlantic Railroad was created, it was, you know, the majority of America was farmlands. So they wanted to create a go from you know, coast to coast to be able to go right there. And the whole story of John Henry and everything, everybody knows that. So what happened was when they did that, there would be was nearby John farms. Henry real? I believe so, yeah. I think yeah. Johnny Cash did a song about that. He, he did, yeah. yeah. I know yeah, it's well, all well, there, there was there was a real man based on it. Oh, so, okay. I mean, I think there was somebody named John Henry. But, but his heart didn't necessarily explode? No. Uh, but there was there was a steer. There, I think he was a real person, a real but actually a, a collective <laughs> of amount of amount of people. So um, where were we? So basically, there were nearby farms that the cows would just start roaming and then start to get in the way of these trains. So they created that so that way it pushed the larger objects out of the way. Could they uh, put spikes on it to kill buffalo? Because old timey people did that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, you never know. They were jerks. Yeah. So this um, this chase sequence here. It, the whole thing's a chase sequence. Yeah. The whole much. thing. Yeah. So at the end, at the end here, they basically see uh, that he's by himself. Oh. Bob was really impressed by the fact that trains can reverse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they could do that. That was incredible just to see that. Uh, yeah. That was really awesome. Yeah. They did. He was I really felt like I was watching The Fast and the Furious before it was The Fast and the Furious. So. Um, they were. Yeah. Well, he did move something out of way, I think, because the spies left behind some kind of flaming boxcar in a covered bridge to block the way or yeah. I don't know. There's some scenes where he's chopping. He gets busy chopping wood because it's wood fueled. Yeah. Um, then he, he knew his train. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's a cover, a covered wagon train. But uh, yeah, it's the retreating Confederate army, 
and they're fleeing. And there's an interesting uh, story behind this because, well, first Buster, um, Johnny's chopping his wood. He doesn't notice, but then he's that he's creeping into um, northern ter- recently captured northern territory, and um, so the the victorious army starts coming the opposite way, passing him, and he doesn't notice yet. Um, and apparently that w- the d- that day of shooting, that was the Ohio National Guard. Oh, and okay. they, they, they played both sides. I guess they had them come in. F- I think it, one of the articles, I think one army, they came in and then they ch- maybe changed costume or something, and then they oh. came in the other side as the other army. Wow, really? Wait, the same it, people did that? Yeah. But that sounds kind of hard to believe with the timing. But it's like yeah. an alternate universe of was stuff happening at once. Yeah. I, I don't wow. know. That's crazy. But I thought that's what one of them said. But apparently hmm. that's the, coincidentally, one of the trains ended up causing some kind of forest fire, and they were on hand to stop that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, wow. Yay. Oh, yeah, that was the expense, yeah. Oh, so that was the forest fire. I was trying to figure out where it was. So that's where global warming started from. <gasps> Oops, sorry. Oh, he, he's <laughs> offended people. No. <laughs> you can't say global warming. Yeah. Al Gore. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, um, he's chopping wood, and oh, this is kind of cute little bit where he somehow he accidentally snaps the axe in half. And so he chucks the big handle into the wood-burning stove and then tries to use the tiny axe head by itself, but that doesn't work because science, bitches, you need (laughs) leverage. (laughs) Uh, And then I forgot what makes him, soon after he he looks around, he's like, oh, crap, Union everywhere, I'm in new territory, and he... Yeah, oh, so that's, that he, that's the where he uh, he run he about there he he um he runs and hides into the um the guys, into the forest. The guys drive in the, his general. They pass a bridge yeah. overhead, and then they see, hey, it's one guy, and then they all point their yeah. guns at him, and he's all like, oh crap! Oh shoot! Yeah. So at nightfall he, he stumbles. Yeah. yeah. At nightfall it's he's. Raining. <laughs> <laughs> at nightfall he stumbles, and he's being chased by a hand-drawn lightning bolt. Oh and God! And the. Uh, he stumbles in a northern encampment, and he's hungry, so he wants to be able to... He climbs into a window to steal some food. He hides underneath the table once the officers enter. Yeah, it's like a regular house. Yeah. They must have captured yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think they did, yeah. I, I just want to say, re- yeah. just to bring it forward again to modern times, I was thinking of Django and Chained that entire scene. Yes. underneath the uh, table. Yeah. I know, as like, <laughs> yeah. there, there's nothing I can back that up with, but I, honest to God, I looked at that yeah. scene and I thought, Django, Django. Unchained. I, I agree yeah. with you, yeah. So he overhears the plan that they're going to attack the Rock River Bridge, which is essential for train supplies. So in the time of the Civil War, the Northern Army was fighting in the South, and that's where it was decided. So if they, the main thing of the South was really cut the bridges down, which was really true. Uh, so that way the, the Union Army would be stuck. They wouldn't get food. They wouldn't get supplies, yada, yada. He sees Annabelle brought in, and they decide they take her in their room before they decide what to do. That's polite of them. They yeah. don't tie her up or anything. They're just like um, Southern gentlemanly, comfortable yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Uh, well, not well. You are not really uh, welcome on here because y'all Yankee people are going to be able to do that. But why don't we go ahead? We well, shoot, we would not be gentlemanly if we didn't give you somewhere to sleep now, Miss. They didn't really say that. They were just all like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she was in the cart. I thought it was a good idea to." Yeah. Uh, 
Not Let's sure. give her something. Yeah. So he manages to knock out the guards, which was probably one of the funniest scenes yes. out of the whole movie. <laughs> this is after the light goes out. Yeah. And hey, yeah. if you've never seen tinting before in silent films, you can in that Kino restoration. Yeah. yeah. The lights yeah. go out and suddenly everything's blue. Yeah. And then you see there, so he, like he leans out the door and just boop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he gets one guy, and then he's walking Skills in a uniform. union uniform. And then he's walking in the Union uniform, and he has the rifle, and he just looks at him, and he just doesn't really seem to move, but doesn't really seem to apply much force. How hard were these freaking rifles? I don't know. I, I was How soft yeah. were these heads? Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> here, when you see it, just in here, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> but, but by knocking out the guards, he's able to climb in the window of yeah. Annabelle's room, and then he's all like thinking, "How do I wake her up?" He does the old uh, clamp my mouth hand over her mouth so when she screams it doesn't Because come out. it worked really good the last time for her. <laughs> I liked in that scene though too like uh, my interpretation was like he wanted to say something out yes. loud to her. Yeah. But I feel that it was also in reference to the fact that it's a silent film and nobody's going to hear him. Yeah. Thereby he, <laughs> she won't hear him as well because it's a silent <laughs> film so he's like he he decides against it and says, you know, he's going to like and just go up to her and just sort of wake her up, but like cover her mouth and go, oh, hopefully she doesn't uh, scream or anything on the silent film. It's still me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I was like wondering, is she going to think he defected, if in, defected yeah. and is even a worse coward or yeah. something? But no. Hey, you know. But they make a pretty quick escape. Yeah, he expect his first words to be, I'm now in uniform. Hey, baby. <laughs> like butthead. Hey, baby. <laughs> See, like I'm now in the uniform. <laughs> oh my god! See, Civil War Beavis and Butthead. In, to, in today's cinema, like th that entire lead up would have been like a slow sequence of the hero like seeing the girl in the bed and just like, just like, like I can imagine like Nicolas Cage from like Con Air or something <laughs> be like, I'm here to rescue you, and it's like there, there's the girl and she's like, Oh come on, let's oh, see. If it was really Nicolas Cage, you know how it would go. Let me back up a bit. I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> and then bees come out of his face. <laughs> and, and then he punches the bear because there's a fucking bear in this movie. Because <laughs> yeah, it just does something for some well, reason. Yeah, well, I think it's to set up the bear trap um, yeah. thing because they see a bear while they're yeah. hiding out in the woods and they're like, ah, and then she steps into a fucking bear trap and it goes around her bare ass ankle, which is like, holy crap. But, I yeah. mean, it's so thin. They're, it's, like they're not really, even, yeah. Yeah, it's not even going to impact Yeah, it's like ankle, a bear yeah. trap for kids. I yeah. know. Like, yeah. It doesn't really do anything. I would think, oh my God, it's got to yeah. break her leg, but well, yeah. he gets his hands stuck trying to pry it <laughs> off. Comedy ensues. Yeah. And then they, they he holds her because yeah. she's all like, it was so brave of you to come rescue me. And I guess they spent the night. Yeah. Well, Bob <laughs> was thinking... That was suggestive sounding. Yeah. After a peaceful night, the, there weren't any air quotes or regular <laughs> written air quotes around it, though. Well, yeah. Oh, no. I say at the time they didn't need to say anything. It was really all implied. You said before they were using the imagination. So, well, yeah. did you know um, when yeah. I was looking up that Variety article in a 1927 um, a, a scan on some archive site. Apparently, there was one issue going on about so-called dirt plays on Broadway, which I guess yep. were steamy plays. And yep. one of them was just straight up called sex. Yeah. Wow. Hey, and Ali, yeah. uh, uh, sorry, Kaz, my bad. Kaz, could you, could you tell me the, uh, the alternative word for sex again? No, I don't like it. It's like how some people have a problem with saying ointment. It sounds <laughs> gross. <laughs> 
So I'm gonna call it fuck making. <laughs> it was like coit coit coitocus or what's the word again? It's Karaka? lame and ugly. Uh, karak, karak. Coitus. Ew. Coitus. So when you want to get together with your girl, get together with your girl and get coitus. But, so. but they, he he was all like, "Oh, my leg hurts," because so they must have been frozen in that hugging position like, yeah. the whole night. So yeah, well, so screw you. Know. Dirt-minded Bob. <laughs> Sorry, I'm always thinking about that coitus. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annabelle and Johnny find themselves. They're near. They're. He uh, gets her in the sack. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're There's in a, a union plan. encampment. Yeah, and then they're gonna toss her. They tosses her onto a train into but the boxcar. But yeah, she distracts and has her thrown over his shoulder, concealed in a sack, and yeah. she grabs the pin to uncouple the train yeah and nobody sees it of course because he's busy asking some captain you know blocking about the, something yeah, yeah blocking the view so that's pretty clever yeah. and then he throws her in and then he notices the soldiers start throwing big heavy boxes in and he's all like oh i was gonna <laughs> i can't i can't oh yeah. god i can't do anything that's where you really just expect a <laughs> just walking away. He covers his eyes. Yeah, and just you just expect to hear that whistle at that point. But well, he kind of does look like that when yeah. he grabs a piece of wood and then he goes to the engine and hits some guys and then he does like a karate kick yeah. on one of them. Yeah, that was well executed. Yeah, kick it, too. it was good. Yeah, uh, that was well executed. Yeah, it yes, was good. Can you yeah. tell? Can you give us? Uh, oh, it was. It was perfect. All right. Yeah, that was. It was martially correct. <laughs> it was perfect, right in the stomach. It was great. It was well executed. Got its full form in, and it was wonderful. And then they. Yeah. yeah. The getaway. So another chase. I kept yeah, thinking, so sweep the leg, sweep the leg. <laughs> so the, basically, the chase is the reverse of what happened before. And Johnny tries to has to fend off the pursuers, and he finally he starts a fire, but uh, behind the general, and center of the rock bridge, reaching the friendly lines. Johnny warns the local army commander of the impending attack, and the Confederate forces uh, rush to defend the bridge. Oh, he also kisses Annabelle on the train. Yeah. But oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I watching in HD again. I noticed that. Um, oh yeah, she. I guess. She, she doesn't have the strength to load wood to fuel the train, so yeah. she grabs a little stick and then he gives her a splinter and then he gets, f and then she puts that in. And for some reason, he gets real frustrated and like does almost like a Homer Simpson strangling Bart thing. But then it turns into a. Then he grabs her and kisses her. And yeah. He strangles her and kisses her. What? Um, yeah. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> Damn your weak <laughs> arms. Kiss me. <laughs> Which is yeah. weird, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, where are we here? I guess so, they've made up now. Yeah, so they're basically here. So Anna at this point, Annabelle's at this point trying to, she reunites with her father who's in a, basically a makeshift hospital for the Confederacy. The Texas, which was the train that was following them, runs into a burning bridge that, you know, he set on fire. Yeah. And this is a one-shot deal. So what's later? Shot. Yeah, later it would. It's a beautiful uh, bridge. I want to yeah. point out. I thought it was very beautiful. But yeah. Come on, yeah. It would uh, later become to recognize the most expensive stunt in the silent era. Woo! Completely. So the money shot. Everybody. They're run, the they're money run, shot. <laughs> they're running after. Uh, they're running after them. They run the uh, the enemy bridge runs over them and they just it collapses the entirety of the bridge. I read Which actually was really cool. I read that that Very cool, train yeah. wreck yeah. stayed there until yeah. the 1940s. Oh, really? And I really? guess people would come see it, but 
then they needed the s- they scrapped it for World War Two because they needed the iron. Oh, or whatever it was. Oh, but that makes metal. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I got a kick out of the fact that after the the bridge was like burned and knocked down, everybody ran into the river and was like, "Yeah, fuck it, just just run across the river." Ford the river, yeah. motherfucker. Ford the river, everybody, go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He, even after he get gets into town, there was still some more fighting. So it seemed sort of like it ran a little long, but because um, he was around with the the cannon cannoneers is that what you call a cannon launcher guy <laughs> i don't know but Cannonero? <laughs> um yeah he has like some kind of sword that the, is not attached the mm. blade is not attached well to the handle and there's a sniper and he keeps trying to t- command be brave for annabelle and command the soldiers oh yeah he gets a confederate uniform somehow um and and directs them to shoot at the enemy but then they keep getting uh, picked off by a sniper he doesn't see and he's all confused and then pulling out his sword the blade just goes flying and bang hits the um just kind of hits the the sniper in the back and kills him yay yeah and um, yeah i think that's about it he he turns in the oh yeah i, I call him Chekhov's sh- soldier because there was a knocked out soldier guy in the train oh the yeah yeah he's um johnny's very polite to the en- this enemy he just kind of yeah nods the a gun at him and like yeah come hey, on follow come me on. he move, dusts off move, his uniform yeah presents <laughs> him to the confederate leader guy yeah and he gets enlisted into the military yes, and they get and he then the guy's all like ah is that your uniform and he's all i'm taking no. it off yeah and then he's all like oh no annabelle's watching and she's seeing i'm not legitimate you know, I don't know. And then, uh, then they, then he gives him a new one. Yeah. So he pulls. Enlist a, the lieutenant. He, he pulls a Gordon Ramsay right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hell's Kitchen <laughs> thing. Here's your new jacket. Take off your jacket. Put on your black jacket. Woo! Take off your gray uniform. <laughs> Let's do Southern. Take off your gray uniform. That's Put on your gray uniform. <laughs> do it. Do it now. So, um, Mike. Oh, then he yeah. wants to kiss Annabelle. They sit on a train thing, and but <laughs> I guess hilarious. I think he's been promoted to lieutenant or yeah. something. And then yeah, that's where he said enlist the lieutenant. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Um, I don't understand this, but does he have to? Is he compelled to salute all the soldiers who pass him? Or I think so. I think it implied. was. I yeah, I think you know where we see that. If anybody ever gets a new rank, and back to your po- one of your points you made with is you know is this your uniform? No. Um, the Confederacy was right from the beginning of the movie was uh, beginning of the movie, beginning of the war was in very short supply because they went ahead and made the stuff themselves. They took care of themselves. They had no outside backing in the war whatsoever. So it wasn't very uncommon that if a soldier died, you know, somebody else, their, oh. you know, their unit, somebody else oh, would yeah. take their There's... uniform immediately. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, and the, then yeah. just, and then keep moving on. That's rough. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, like in Gone with the Wind, they were always having, looking for boots or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly that same thing. But yeah, he, uh, uh, there's a joke with, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, was he like, has to salute them. Yeah, he salutes everybody there. He's just so trying he, to get a kiss in yeah. Annabelle, and he can't. But he ingeniously repositions. It. It's like, okay, wait, you come over here. You come over here. Okay, my arm's free. Okay, fine. Salute. 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 He just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that I thought that was really funny. And I was, was laughing. Like, yeah, yeah. like, okay, he does there. So he finds that embrace, and that's basically it. I, I loved this yeah. movie. It was great. I loved it yeah, too. Yeah, I, I got real it. mad at the end though, because he was all like, he grabbed his big Confederate flag and 
waved it like like a totally Iwo Jima kind of looking pose. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> well. You were terribly <laughs> enraged, and then I was all like, yeah, I do feel a little dirty, but I, I can suspend disbelief because he's our main character, and we're right. with him. Yeah, I mean, and, as far and as, as much as you could, spheres. yeah, <laughs> as much as you could suspend disbelief, like an inglorious bastards. I mean, as much as you knew uh, Hans was the bad guy in that movie, you couldn't help but like him a little bit. Yeah, yeah especially compelling. Oh, I don't want to yeah. come across in any way as yeah. per saying that. Um, yeah, you know, I didn't like Buster Keaton, you know, because of his oh, no, decision no. to be with the Confederates. I completely understand that. Yeah, you know, and I. Yeah. The time of this film, the, yeah. the events of that time, I completely have all the respect in the world for all sides and their decision for whatever the hell they decided. So, But I'm just all about America. That's all I can tell you. Oh, yeah. It's just all about America. <laughs> yeah. No, me too. I think, you know, one of the things that we always talk about, what if this could be remade? And I <laughs> said this to both of you when we watched this last night. About who would do this and not Vin Steam Engine. <laughs> 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 it just screams it like Jim Parsons could do this. I you know, I agree. That. Yeah, I can yeah. see that too. Yeah, because it just had so much of it that, that you know the, the face, the yeah. eyes. I think. Yeah, that he he could do a lot of Buster Keaton roles and just absolutely just if he was a little bit older. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he's acrobatic or not. Yeah, oh. I mean, yeah, he he um. Yeah. Oh, actually, we might want to tweet at him later because he just got married. So that's actually a really cool thing. And Congratulations! Oh, he's with the tweeting. Yeah, so that would be pretty cool. So I mean, it's something I think that I just look the whole time I'm watching this, and even the interactions with him and his girlfriend. I just you could hear, uh, you, you could hear Sheldon Cooper. Oh, come on, Amy Farrah Fowler, we got to go ahead and get in the sack. Like it just it just made so much sense. Like. I love trains. Oh, God. I love trains so much. Like, there's an episode of Big Bang Theory where they went on a, on a historically accurate train ride. Is there an... This yeah. Guy, yeah. I, I'm going to just call him out and say it. Yeah. Asperger's train joke. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he went on a, okay. he went on a historical train ride, and he spent, it, uh, he spent the entire time instead of with Amy in this dinner talking with this guy who's equally obsessed with trains. <laughs> and it was one of the funniest episodes before it got crappy, but... Cool. Um, I think, yeah, I think this one, uh, you know, the articles that we have are absolutely awesome. I've read them both. I read them this morning, um, and they were they're really, really useful. We, we, go ahead. Oh, yeah. The one thing, uh, picking up from what you were saying with uh, Jim Parsons, who yeah. I think would be an excellent choice uh, should this film ever be remade, probably with different uh, storytelling uh, overall. Uh, but but uh, for me, uh, the person I thought would uh, be suitable would be uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I think he has the comedic chops to do it. I don't know if he's acrobatic, as Jim Parsons may or may not be. Uh, but you know, personally, Are you an acrobat, tell us. I mean, J Matthew McConaughey has the perfect hair, first and foremost. <laughs> if you've seen his commercials and any film he's ever in, he has like the best hair. Hey man, I'm jealous because I'm going bald. So I uh, gotta go ahead. Thank you I'm for the bald. I'm bald too. I don't yeah. really care. Well, you shave on purpose. Yeah, well, like I'm pretty much bald. We're the bald so. club. Yeah, yeah, bald guys. Yeah. yeah so no, but um, I. I, I I have uh, flowing, not flowing hair. <laughs> <laughs> She's like the... Uh, Kaz has the Audrey Hepburn of hair. She, it's very stylized, very cool. Really? I, I, just, I like I it. I think it's cool. It works. On, and then I'd just be like, I'm, I'm up. <laughs> it's cool. It works. No, so, but going go back to Matthew McConaughey, I, I think going beyond his, uh, those great locks of hair, I, I think he has <laughs> the comedic chops. I think he has the... Uh, the uh, 
the proper actorial uh, direction to uh, be of that character. And I think um, I'd love to see a face-off between him and Jim Parsons, who yes. would actually get the role. <laughs> should should somebody ever say, hey, we should mi- remake The General. That's a great idea yeah. for uh, 2017 or whatever yeah. the hell year in the future. They go, hey, we should do this. Great idea. Re- reboot something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reboot something else. Why yeah. not? Oh, man, they... Wait, one. I gotta make an herbal essences joke. You think you think any of these hair having types uh, <laughs> orgasm in, in the shower? Oh, I, wait. Buster Keaton would make be silent. So, <laughs> unless it was a talky herbal essences commercial. <laughs> the quiet joke is dead. I killed. You the probably group. just hear like the far end of the piano, like. Silent. An intertitle pops up and says. Oh. Orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Herbal I essence, like oh. the peak of comfort. Ooh. Come. <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh, email actually from one of the fans. I, um, is this related to the? I I did want to. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Touch a couple of things. Yeah. Touch a touch. couple <laughs> things, but um. Touch me, babe. The doors. I. Actually, it's touch me. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to throw everybody off. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I found the Variety article, February 9th, nineteen twenty-seven. Um, yeah, this. The, this article panned it, um, like uh, some other articles at the time, but um, there was a funny phrase this old-timey dude named Fred used, and he he was all like, ah, focus too much on Johnny, and it was uh, just a big chase, and that's too simple of a gag to make a whole movie about, but he's all like, there are some corking gags in the picture, but they are all a part of the chase. They are overshadowed. There isn't a single bit in the picture that brings a real howl. There is a succession of mild titters, <laughs> which makes Wait, me Wait, that was a word? Titters, titters. yes. Wow. Titters. Also, the, the, um, I feel okay to say titters now. There's birds, you know, tits are a little tiny titters? musical birds. Yeah. Oh, titters, okay. But, um, or titmouse, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Now I'm thinking about nipples, but go ahead. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, it did not make the money back, apparently, I guess. Yeah. It was a flop. Yeah, but it actually, you know, nowadays this is considered one of the greatest movies ever. Yes, oh, it actually yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And that brings me to a question. Um, why do you think some movies start off as flops, then decades later they're vindicated as classics? Didn't that happen with Citizen Kane? Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. um, what's it called? Uh, they played every Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, yeah. that was that, a flop. Yes, yeah, that, that flopped horribly. Until What about A Christmas Story? TV. That was a, That's a cult classic that now. That flopped, too. flopped as yeah. well back in the early 80s. Yeah. Now. Everybody loves it. They watch, It's like 24 oh, hours on Yeah. Uh, are you asking Turner a question Classic. for the audience or are you asking for us, too? Is Anybody? Right. Well, I have, uh, I think, you know, nowadays, even where, you know, we have everything on InstaStream and, you know, the expense of movies now. So why a slow speed train chase, huh? Well... I don't really know. I can't really speak for this one, but I really did love this movie. I think, you know, what happens over time as, you know, people tell people about it, everything travels, you know, like you could spend money on advertising, but a lot of things happen with word of mouth. You know, hey, you've got to see this movie. And like now, you know, we're sitting in a studio talking to people on the Internet. Hi. And, you know, we're having a conversation about a movie that we saw. And like it travels. And then, you know, as we've seen, fans have done this. People have come to me. Hey, I saw that movie you were talking about last week. Great episode. Thank you, Charlie. And, you know, we have the, um, (laughs) you know, so I think, you know, it starts to come here. Eventually, uh, movies find an audience. And, you know, eventually they move on. And then, you know, it's the farther you get, on, you know, you get on with it and the farther events that are portrayed in this movie go out through time, you can look at it more objectively. 
and then you could see that a little bit more. The historical significance, I think, adds to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, people are always, you know, wanting to see something about it, and I think now everything, you know, you want to see that is really cool. Um, you know, people are very interested in older movies now, considering a lot of movies are pumped out with, uh, you know, based on charts and diagrams. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Nick. No, I agree, because yeah. when you look at a film being actually very serious, not even trying to joke on this one, yeah. a film like uh, Dolomite, which was uh, Dolomite. made dirt cheap uh, yeah. from Rudy Raymore and Deville Martin uh, directing, I mean, that film for its time... I genuinely don't believe it had that much popularity. It probably no, had not really at all. poor reviews. Yeah. But I mean, you look at um, uh, that was what done back in 1975, and we're up to what the uh, the 40th anniversary or something of that. 42, film? yep. 42nd. I mean, yeah. and look at how popular it is now in culture yeah. today. Yeah, it's referenced in film, yeah. television. Uh, I mean, it, it, you can make a film in any year, from present now until sometime in the past, and guarantee. Sometime in the future, someone or someone will find its audience audience and it will grow into popularity for whether it's small or large. Doesn't it kind of have to be so bad it's great kind of movies, though? Some of them do. Some of them do, but it's just something that might not have been its time. You know, artists do that. Like, um, oh, God, what was the name of one? He's uh, um, one that is one that escapes me. Scribe? um, no, the the Potter, the Mad Potter of ten, of um, of ten, or. Uh, George Orr, yeah, uh, you know, so like that one, he had a whole bunch of stuff, and he would you know sell his stuff, um, his uh, pottery, you know, door to door in a wagon in New Orleans and Louisiana area in Mississippi, and there's a museum to him now, but you know, people found all his work years and years later with notes on it, actually in a dump. Wow. In the 50s, you know, 30 years after he died, and they're like, wow, this is really cool. And then people started publishing the notes. Van Gogh has got to be the most infamous one. Poor bastard. He only sold one painting in his fucking life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then he shot himself in the stomach. And I think he sold the painting to his brother or something. But you have to give him credit. He made it it on Doctor Who. I don't think he expected (laughs) that one. Well, he can't even enjoy the millions of dollars and. Yeah. cameo Doctor Who fiction story thing because he's freaking dead. Yeah. yeah. He shot so himself. We love you, Van Gogh. God yeah, bless you. Wherever we you're do. At. Yeah, you should dress up as Van Gogh for Halloween. Yeah, I know. Nick and Kaz will tell me often how I, I, I'm i a shadow appearance of uh, Van Gogh. It's just yeah. a matter of, I guess, uh, putting some kind of uh, device so or piece over my ear and bam, I am Van Gogh. Oh, so this should have a gritty reboot. Well, yeah. not really, but because the in the real story, well, for one thing, our northern spies most of them got hung except for some got away and one of them was william pittinger who wrote his memoir that this film is based on and um yeah hopefully uh, johnny gray's life does not follow uh william fuller's because according to the wiki page uh well i guess annabelle would probably be dead and they'd have a bunch of dead babies <laughs> yeah ouch well his second marriage worked out but i don't know all right, so we got an email from uh, one of the fans, and actually they told me this, so I um, just immediately sent this over, and it was a conversation I had with somebody, and I like to bring this to everybody now. Uh, now that we've done a movie from Buster Keaton, a movie from Harold Lloyd, and a movie from Charlie Chaplin, uh, real quickly so we could do this one, but what you, what do you think is the best of all? Um, I'm... Uh, I'm not yeah. gonna pick. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not either. 
uh, here. They're all uh, really, they're all really, really good. In I want to see them way. all together. Yeah, and not me too. as cartoon Joker robots. Me too. I yeah. think you know Buster. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that one? Or? As far as what Buster Keaton's best film? Or? No, Buster Keaton. Between all three of them, who do you think had the? Who do you think is best? Oh, as a silent film actor? Yeah. Oh, my God. That, you, you can't do that. Don't yeah. make us choose. Yeah. yeah don't make no, us I choose. absolutely agree. I, I mean, think they're all Every silent equal. actor is unique <laughs> in their yeah. own way. I mean, how people connect with uh, the actor, I don't know. I mean, we watched uh, Harold Lloyd sometime back. We talked about it, and I, I loved it. I yeah. went and looked up his catalog of films, and I'm like, I want to watch everything this guy puts out or has yeah. put out. Sorry. It was awesome. And then yeah. I look at Buster <laughs> Keaton from... I look at uh, Buster Keaton's uh, the, the general we just saw, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, wow, this was really brilliant for its time. Yeah. And then researching and seeing that it's like the second best silent film of all time, it's like I want to go Metropolis. Oh, oh all right. yeah. I tried yeah. watching that, and I was like, I love yeah. Metropolis. Yeah, don't knock Metropolis. Yeah. I love that one. Well, I didn't. The first time I watched the general years and years ago, I didn't make it through the whole thing. I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So well, Metropolis was really cool. I won't yeah. go on about Metropolis. No, we'll we'll uh, we'll probably do that one too because that knock, is one of, that's one of the Metropolis, best. Metropolis, I'm knocking on you. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely one of the better ones. All right, so I think we'll pretty much stay here. Do you um, want to discuss the uh, poll that we put out over oh. the past week? Oh Actually, yeah, sorry, since uh, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, which version uh, do you prefer uh, with regard to uh, the Lone Wolf uh, film that was? Uh, watched by Nick and Kaz last week. Uh, the poll was, uh, do you prefer the Lone Wolf films, uh, as they were a six total um, in this Baby uh, Cart. saga, with including saga. Baby Cart and uh, more titles, or Shogun Assassin, which actually took the first two films, spliced them, edited them together, and said, bam, here's a film. And it was <laughs> called Shogun Assassin. Yeah. So that is up on Twitter. So please, if you're out there listening, within the next uh, day or two, uh, please put your vote in and let us know what you prefer if yeah. you enjoyed last week's show i also posted that scene with the turd song <laughs> so you can check out you know on twitter or facebook and i guess this would be a good time for you to promote our social media accounts oh yeah definitely so mt time machine on twitter uh you can find us on facebook um you know you'd find us there we uh, we're on instagram briefly but then we cut that because normal point um, so you can find us on either one of those. Uh, you can download if you're wherever you're basically wherever you can get a, um, anywhere you can get a podcast now where we're on it. Uh, iTunes, Twi um, iTunes, Podbean, uh, Google play and Stitcher, uh, for the main four. Uh, we also found that we're on this one called blueberry, but, um, you know, go ahead, enjoy it. Uh, anywhere if you find us, just certainly spread it around. Um, if you have any questions for us whatsoever, because we really would like to get a lot more emails that we yeah. could go ahead and answer your questions <laughs> and uh, do that. Special. So it's movie theater time machine, spell it all out, theater with an ER at gmail.com. I think we would really appreciate it if you could use Western Union to send your emails to. <laughs> so by horse, by horse and carriage, but, if possible. But then yeah. they'll get arrows in their hats, yeah. and that won't be any good. Yeah, don't get hurt, though, when you're in the uh, the wilderness. or. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> All right, you know, folks, grass. so it's about that time here. That's been the general here. Max, anything else?
Go see every freaking thing you see with Buster Keaton. He is awesome. He's so cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's Much agreed. That. Much agreed. Yeah. Can I do the outro? Yeah, okay. wh- why not? Yeah. Okay, guys. So remember here, be good to yourselves. Take care. Don't be too good. <laughs>